Hi, Startup Nation. So for this week's episode with Dr. Quinn, we tried a new medium to record the episode. However, there are some spots where I sound kind of like a robot or like I have an auto-tune machine, and I do apologize for that. There is still great quality content, but I want to set the expectation before you listen to this week's episode. Forgive me for the technical difficulties, but I'm pretty sure you'll still get great value from this episode. This week on The Startup Life. But of course, gotcha. being an educator, when somebody say, hey, can you help out this nonprofit? We, you know, you find yourself saying, yeah, let me see how I can work it in. All right, Startup Nation, let's take flight with Dr. Sheva Quinn, founder of QStream University. The Startup Life begins now. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother... Scholars, are you ready to join the 25 Plus Club? Parents, how does thousands in college savings sound? Brand new in our school, the Owl Academy, we have released How to Hack the ACT. Students will cover managing test anxiety, math, science reasoning, and why eating a good breakfast is so important. For more information, go to this episode's show notes for the link. All right, Startup Nation, so I hope you're ready to receive some value today. We're here with Dr. Shiva Queen. How you doing, ma'am? I'm well. How about you? I can't complain. Are you ready to take flight with us and pour some knowledge in the Startup Nation today? I guess so. Let's do it. What's your story behind uh, your path to entrepreneurship? Wow. Oh, it was a long path. You know, I was in the military okay. for years. And while being in the military, you know, I always had like little side hustles going on just to keep busy because I'm one of those people that cannot stay still. And then too, I come from a family of entrepreneurs. Like my mom has her own business, my father, my grandfather. So, you know, it's kind of like in my blood. But after yeah, I retired... I, I went to school for education. So I had got my degrees and certifications and all that in education. So I went to school for education. But then I had my babies. And when I had my babies, okay. it was like, you know, it was time to retire and go to work. Mm-hmm. And which those were my plans. And I did that. But I was not pleased with the daycares. We were paying like $1,200 a month in daycare fees. And daycare bid. Ooh. Yeah. So it was like taking a big hunk of my check. And then I wasn't pleased with the service that I was getting. At the time, my youngest was in kindergarten and um and so you know I had asked the teacher about you know what are, what are the sight words they learning this that and the other and she's like well I don't want to tell you that because I know you're going to have a practice and I'm like yeah I'm going to have a practice I mean me and absolutely the, yeah me and the teacher kind of bumped heads on that so that was one red flag and then my other child yeah, in uh, a daycare center and she was like two I think so she was going through the whole potty training stage and I would go pick her up sometimes her panties would be down at her knees and you know it was just it just was not working so I was like how the heck y'all training my babies and what they were doing they were just (laughs) in the bathroom and saying go in there and do it you know I'm like oh gotcha yeah so I'm going to work every day teaching other folks kids and my kids wasn't getting the education I felt like they needed so one day I was just like you know what I'm done so I quit my job took my kids out of school put my money back in my pocket and then there was this thing of, so what we going to do now? <laughs> How are we going to make all this work? Yeah. You know, so um, I started a summer camp program teaching at home. So happened in my area, there was not a lot of pre-K programs. We only had like one state-funded program in my area. So I started doing pre-K gotcha. at my home and summer camps. And next thing I know, I was in business. <laughs> and that, I hear that. <laughs> yeah, it worked out well. 
still. But then, um, then I was diagnosed with lupus about a year and a half later. So I had to cut all. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, so I had to cut all that back, put all the kids to the side for the most part, and just kind of figure out how I was going to go about it a different way. So that's when I started teaching online. So you know, teaching okay. online wasn't as stressful as it was having to go out, you know, and be with kids every day in a learning type setting. So um, yeah, I started teaching online. I have a certification in STEM education. So I was doing STEM workshops and pretty much anything online that kid that if a parent wanted to know it, hey, I got you a class. And I hear that. Yeah, like I can do that. That's pretty much how I got started. Then I would go work at the at the university, Fort Valley State University in the summertime and do their summer camps. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't too bad. You know, I can go in there, do what I need to do and come out. And so that was uh, the beginning of QStream University. Then I realized that my kids, they had a love for baking. Like they love the kitchen, period. So I'm like, okay, if y'all going to be in this kitchen... Y'all don't have to make this work. Just stop, you know, just mixing up bread and and butter and just, so I'm like, we got to stop mixing up food and make something that's going to work. Taught them how and got their little business up and going. And ever since then, that's just what we've been doing. We go around town, you know, doing um, workshops and events every so often on the teaching platform. And then they have their little uh, cake business that they you know, do online and that's it. Do you work with any external vendors or any other like uh, independent contractors or anything like that for QStream University? No, not really. Um, well, not really. Okay. I don't advertise to do so. However, around gotcha. the time of the year, everybody starts seeking me out. Like I already got about three lined up for summer camps this year, and I wasn't planning on doing nothing this summer. But of course, gotcha. Being an educator, when somebody say, "Hey, can you help out this nonprofit?" We, you know, you find yourself saying, "Yeah, let me see how I can work it in." So I don't right go out there seeking contracts. Stuff just keep landing on my door. <laughs> Now, let me ask you this. What do you wish you would have known before you started uh, QStream? I wish I would have known that support doesn't always come in the way that you need it. Like you I know, hear that. People say, yeah, I support you. or I got your back. Yeah, don't worry. I, I got you. But then when you go to them and you say, hey, this is what I need help with. They start backpedaling, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm like, gotcha. You can't. You got to be in a position to where you got to make things move by yourself because people are not gonna always show up the way that the way that you want them to. Not that they don't want to help. Absolutely. Not that they don't care. They don't want to support you. It's just that they only are able to support you within their means of being able to support you. And that may not be how you need support all the time. So yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Learn, yeah, I had to learn how to, you know, go about it uh, if I have to by myself. What did you learn from your uh, worst boss or mentor you've ever had? I learned that showing people that you care is important. You know, I, okay. I worked with some supervisors and like you said, mentors that even mm-hmm. now I'm, a, I'm part of many uh, Facebook groups and you know, the thing is, they everybody wants to lead and be a coach and all that, but they don't really got you. Do that. You know what I mean? Like they'll have they'll put you in right. and get you over here and got you thinking, hey, we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that. But yet you don't hear from them. Like I need a relationship. Right. Whoever I'm in business with, whoever I'm educating, whatever it is, I need a relationship. Like don't pop in on Wednesday and say, Hey guys, how you doing? No. <laughs> sharing with you obviously i'm in your group or i'm in your presence because i feel like that there's a connection there's some chemistry between you and i if i'm not receiving that back i just feel like you know yeah you may 
you may got your thing going on. You may have your good business and all that, but you are a poor communicator because people Absolutely. are following you for a reason. Obviously, you have something good to offer. Your knowledge is valuable, but if you're not sharing that and you're spending all your time in your business and not taking care of your customers, it's, it's a bad thing. So customer service, even if you even if you can't give all, I know you can't give all of yourself, but just let people know that you care. You know, just check Absolutely. in and say, hey, you guys, how you doing? Or, you know, just let people know that you care. That's my thing. How do you uh, market or advertise? I am the worst advertiser. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, gotcha. Yeah, you know, and again, I think, it comes, I think it comes from the way that I was raised. Like I said, my I've always known okay. people, you know, having their own thing going on. And it was word of mouth is what got you by. Like, I grew up in a community where... You had Miss Beverly, she had Allstate insurance, everybody got the insurance, and there you had, you know, my grandfather had the garden, everybody got their stuff from there, you know, the food and vegetables mm-hmm. and everything came from our backyard, uh, the babysitter was down the street, you know, there was no need to advertise, so unfortunately, even though it's 21st century, I'm still stuck in that mindset that, you know what, word of mouth is going to carry you farther. But I, I, gotta I hear that. Because, you know, social media is moving you know, so fast. And I, I got to advertise. I got to do better. Things could be a lot better gotcha. for my children's business if I were to advertise. I recently participated in an Instagram challenge and that went well. But okay. I, I ain't got time to be sitting over here like trying to chase people. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I'm not a beggar. It's like, if you if you want what I have, cool. And if you don't, we good too. So, yeah. I'm gotcha. Advertising. I got to get better though. But for the most part, okay. When we do advertise, by means of Facebook, because that's about as far as I'm going. <laughs> uh, Dr. Quinn, let me ask you this. What did you learn from your biggest failure? I learned from my biggest failure that it is okay to fail. You know, when I, I hear that. first time I fell, failed, I was like, you know what? This is over. This is not going to work. And it all reflects back into, you know, just being able to know how to maneuver things by yourself. Because when I first I hear that. Stream, you know, I had this whole big bright idea, and um, I had some people that were supposed to help me with this. Uh, we had a, actually a school building, some people were supposed to help me and everything. And when it came down to mm-hmm. it, it was like, I ain't gonna do it, I'm sorry, you know. And gotcha. it was no loss for them because they hadn't put up anything, but I had put up all the right, stuff. like I had paid for the building, got the lights on, the water Absolutely. on, furniture, right? The whole shebang. And at the time, my kids were like. <laughs> 18 months and I'm like gotcha. how you just gonna say you can't do this you know what I mean <laughs> so because right. of that of social media you know I had went out there and said this whole big thing about you know we open up our school to do to do you know I hey I had my parade going and then to gotcha. come back and say I, I, I tried it I tried it I tried it for about six months to keep it afloat but the reality of it was mm-hmm. is that I could not afford to pay a daycare pay for daycare and run a school without students coming in and not having any support there. And so I, hear that. I had to, you know, pretty much tuck my tail and say, you know what? That didn't work. And of course, us being humans, you know, there's this kind of uh, embarrassment that goes along with that. But I had to shake that mess yeah. off. You know what? Right. <laughs> I got this. I'm, I'm going to take this from a different angle. And hey, if you, if you still, you know, Team Shiva, that's cool. And if you ain't, that's cool too. Because it's not, gotcha. it's not riding on your back, it's riding on mine. You know, if I would have continued to go right. and try to make this work and paying this, paying all this money for uh, renting this location and all this advertisement money trying to get students in, I would have been broke. You know what I mean? 
But in, mm-hmm. in saying that, you know what? It's okay to redirect, to fail, and to try something new. It 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 gave me the it gave me the power that I needed to believe in myself. That you know what? I don't need all this extra. Let's try it a different way. So failing was my biggest you know lesson in failing. <laughs> Or what are you learning now? What am I? I'm learning social media. <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> enough. How to navigate the social media thing, really. And it's so much. Like, you think that you got it figured out, and then there's this another, you know, come take this class. Let's try this. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, for real? Like, you got to pay for LinkedIn? Why we got to pay for LinkedIn over here? You know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. Or right. Or they have like an update or something to the social media site that you gotta learn that whole yeah. Yeah, Fair enough. I told you Sunday and then you wake up Monday and they got your your message box over here in this corner and (laughs) (laughs) characters at the bottom. I'm like, what is this? I just wanna post. What are these colors? Do they mean something? Some people say in order to be uh, successful in entrepreneurship, you need a degree, some networking, some contacts, this, that, and the other. Some people just say you just need work ethic and the dream. So, Dr. Quinn, what say you on that me- on that measure? I will say this. After my okay. um, stint in education uh, debt, I will say that you do not need uh, a high-level education. Now, I do believe okay. if you want to run a business, you need to have some business uh, skills. Uh, maybe have a, a mm-hmm. bachelor's in business. Um, but past gotcha. that, I think that you should, you know, tailor the rest of your education based on whatever path you're trying to go on. Like, right. I don't need a degree, or my kids don't need a degree to bake no cake. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't need a degree to, to, to teach preschools. Like, I don't need a degree to teach somebody how to read, but society wants you to think that everything is tied to this piece of paper. Now, I do gotcha. need business skills, and even now, the business degrees that are offered as far as a college setting is not in in line with what we need now in business. Like, now in business, right. we need a whole slew on social media. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. It has, it, has, mm-hmm. it has shifted. Marketing today is not like it was 20 years ago. It's not like it was five years ago. So That's true. It's that, very true. Yeah, it needs to be redesigned. It needs to be redefined in a manner that fits, you know, whatever path you're going on. So, I mean, I, I'm just like, when I went to, I have a degree in business as well. That's my bachelor's. But when I was in school for that, you know, the things I learned about marketing, it, it was totally different like what they do now like i'm like you got an app for everything it's like if you get yourself the right app you don't need a marketer you can do it all yourself and it's true we we yeah i don't think you need a degree to to go i mean i hate to say it but um i may discourage my children from getting a college degree because Mm -hmm. of the fact that i know all the debt that comes along with that unless they get a scholarship and i'm a disabled vet so and so it's right right of course so you know their school is paid up for to a certain degree, but even past. Of course, of course. Is it is it really worth the time when you know if you know where you're going? I think that we should start our children off on a path as early as possible. You know, heading direction that they want to go. Like you gotta you gotta be in sync with your children. You gotta like prime example. My youngest one, I know she ain't gonna be no no scholar because that just ain't her thing. But she likes gotcha. to draw. She's an artist. I mean, she loves dance. She loves anything that's mm-hmm. beautiful and shiny and you know so of course i'm going to um help mold her in a direction that her personality speak of whereas my old i hear that 
you know, she's all about the books, the reading, the writing, and all that. So we're gonna spend a lot of time in there. Now she may need a degree, but that girl just I mean, she can go to the art institute or something like that. Uh, you know, she wants to sew, we'll send her to uh, uh get her some seamstress classes. But I just think it's all about the direction that you want to go. And my thing is in the direction that. that you go in, you gotta hone it. You gotta make it. You gotta, you know, I mean, you gotta massage that thing and 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 make it work. And you gotta treat it like, you know, this is my life. This is a, it's not a craft, it's not a it's not a toy. This is what I need to eat. So therefore I need to learn every right. aspect of it. And that's that's my desire for my kids. Know where you want to go. And if you need a degree, sure, we can get it. But if it's a path that don't need a degree, we ain't wasting our money, we ain't wasting your time and going along that route. So yeah. I hear that. I hear that. And Dr. Quinn, you actually bring up a uh, uh, an interesting point because uh sometimes I always uh, ask people who want to get degrees, and that's fine. I would never discourage anybody from going to college and attaining a degree. Mm-hmm. But at, in this point in, a, in this day and age, when you're talking about student loan debt and how college tuition costs are constantly going up, we have to start asking our 17, 18, 19 year olds what's more important the knowledge from the degree or the degree itself? Exactly. Because in this digital, in this digital age, uh, there's I can't tell you how many times I've learned something from watching a YouTube video or Googling it or this, that, and the other. Not saying that it takes the place of a college degree, mm-hmm. but there are alternative ways of learning in this day and age. Mm-hmm. And so I think if you're able to to navigate that arena, that, uh, you know, you, you, you can acquire knowledge from anywhere. From I, I really believe that. Anybody. So. I mean, you know, there was a time mm-hmm. where we thought that the only person you can learn, I had this conversation with my mom quite often, the only person you could learn from right. was a college professor. Well, that was because the college professor or the university was the only people that had access to these books. Now, anybody can get a book, you know? Like, my right. sister was currently going to school for um, filmmaking. And she called okay. me, like, I'm not going to be able to do this because this this is costing too much money. And, you know, and she's also, she's an adult, so she works as well. And she's like, this is just not working. She was like, however, our syllabus tell us every book we need all the way up to graduation. So I'm going to go on all these books and teach myself. There you right. go. You know? I mean, because Absolutely. let it be said, for the most part, in her program, all that was really happening is that they had to read these books, do these assignments, and act out whatever scene that the professor requests. You can do that yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, especially this, um, knowing what path that you're going on now. If you're trying to go, I don't know. But even I, in filmmaking, I can't. Even, I mean, you can define your own path, especially with right. You know, if you want to be in a certain genre of filmmaking, you know what I mean? Like, of course, right. If you want to make a certain type of film, ain't no sense that you make racing all this money going to school knowing that the possibilities of you getting into that arena is not going to happen. You got to find your own path anyway. So why not start defining your own path? Yeah, you may need some business classes to help you manage and, and manifest, you know, all the business aspects of running a business. But past that, get your camera, get your iPhone, your mic, and go make it happen. You know? Gotcha. You know what? Uh, now that I think about it, it could be like a, a nice middle ground would be not necessarily go for the two or four year degree program, but maybe just take the classes from a college you just necessarily think you may need in mm-hmm. order to pursue your path, your dream, exactly. your uh, you know whatever the case may be. You so know, no, you're you absolutely right. You know, get you a good mentor. You know, people, that's true. Right. 
pay for mentorship. I mean, if if I got mm-hmm. what you need and it's gonna save you ten thousand dollars, and I'm only charging you two hundred dollars, come on, let's let's talk about this. You know, let's <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. Let's make this happen. You want a piece of paper? Hell, I can print you a certificate. You know. What I mean? <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Accreditation is nothing but a paid seal. So what is you after here? Right. I know. I can go on. Gotcha. Fair enough. I see. (laughs) Well, let me ask you this so we can move on. Uh, What's the best and worst piece of advice you've ever gotten? The best advice that I ever gotten is it is okay to ask for help. It is okay. Okay to redirect yourself and don't be so concerned with what other people think. That was the best advice. I hear that. And the worst advice that I ever got is, I hate to say this, but um, don't nobody want to buy nothing from no kids. Man, ain't nobody investing. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yes, yes. Don't waste your time because ain't nobody trying to invest in no kids. And this was from an educator. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. I actually had a professor one time that you know what? Don't even waste your time going into the schools because ain't nobody trying to invest in kids. If you're going to be in education, you need to be in education leadership because you ain't going to make no money with kids. There's not a lot of money in kids. But for the most part, what he was saying, don't waste your time with no kids. Ain't nobody going to invest in no kids. And that has always stuck. And that was another driving force as to why I felt the need to homeschool my kids. I'm thinking, how many other people out here like think like he do? Like we just out here collecting the right. check. You're not investing in these kids. So yeah, so it was right. that tangible piece that stuck with me. I was like, you know what? I can't trust nobody but myself when it comes to this right here. I hear that. I hear that. That's that's bananas. That is that beyond my comprehension. <laughs> but okay, <laughs> move forward. But uh, b- before we uh, take a break, uh, Doctor Quinn, if you would tell us about what the average day looks like for you and be specific as possible. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, first, first <laughs> I sleep well. I am not a good sleeper, but um, I gotcha. every morning between three and four o'clock in the morning. I get up, I get myself cleaned up, read the Bible. I study some, mm-hmm. whatever it is, be it that I'm studying schoolwork for the kids or if I am preparing for a class late on in the evening, um, I study then I try to work out, but you know, sometimes I get so caught up in them books that I miss that workout hour, but I try to work out. And then after I work gotcha. out, I come back inside because I have a small gym out my garage. I come back in, okay. fix the kids breakfast. By the time I get their breakfast ready, they're getting up and we start our um, schooling at nine. We go with it to about two. And if I have any doctor's okay. appointments, I go to, I try to schedule my appointments around three or four. So if I have any appointments, we'll go to, you know, do my appointments. And then most of their act, uh, afternoon activities happen around five. So we'll leave my daughter's appointment, go to their activities and, um, we get back home. This is three days a week. We're out doing activities three days a week. Well, four on okay. I'm speaking of doing a week. But we get back home around eight o'clock and um get get, you know, bathe and put them to bed. They're in bed by nine. And then I go to work from nine to twelve on whatever it is that I need to work on. Yeah, so that's three hours. Got you. Three hours of sleep I survive off of. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. How you like being on the Startup Life so far? This is cool. It's cool. So we're going to take a quick break and you listen to the Startup Life.
If you are a teacher looking for great resources, look no further than Owls e-commerce store on Teachers Pay Teachers, the store name Teaching with Owls. Enjoy great lessons based on short stories from great authors such as Kate Choppin's The Story of an Hour and Edgar Allan Poe's The Mask of the Red Death. And no worries, teachers, all lessons are Carmen Core aligned. All right, Startup Nation, so let's continue. So, Dr. Quinn, what do you think is a popular misconception about business? Oh, my goodness. Everyone thinks that you should be chasing six or seven figures. You know, every, I hear that. you ain't successful unless you, you pull in six figures and you should be shooting for seven. And it's, I think business has to be related to your lifestyle. Like, if I were okay. chasing a six-figure salary, oh, my goodness, I wouldn't have no time for my kids. I'd be stressed out. You know, life would be totally different. But because of the fact that I'm just trying to maintain, do what I enjoy, be in a place to be able to enjoy my life, then chasing six figures, you know, I'm sure it'll come eventually. You know, if you do anything long enough and perfect it along the way, then the money will come to you. But I'm not, I'm not trying to chase, you know, that. too quick. And that's the thing. Like people be quick to ask you, so what, what you bring in a month? Uh, how's your business doing? Uh, have y'all hit six figures? Well, then you need to go to this conference because this conference can. T- I don't need to go to nobody's conference. I don't even know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like I like right. sleeping at night. You know what I mean? The three hours I do get, they 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 good three hours. I enjoy that. You know, I like not having to worry about, oh my goodness, did I disappoint mm-hmm. this customer? Because of course with more money comes more problems. No, I right. I gotta be able to to live some. I think people that work so hard in their business, sometimes they don't enjoy life. And I could be wrong. Maybe you make so much money that you do enjoy life. You got all these employees working for you. You know, that's that's right. Story, but for the most part, I think the misconception is that you got to be bringing in at least six figures in order to be considered a business. No, that ain't that ain't. Me. And you bring up an excellent point, Doctor Glenn, about you know, and and I, I struggle with this. Kinda struggle. I think most entrepreneurs struggle with that work-life balance because you really want the business to succeed, but sometimes we do forget the simple things like taking taking our daughter out to ride our bike or yeah. taking the kids out to go do. You know, for ice cream or something. Right. So no, you're 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 absolutely right. How has entrepreneurship affected your lifestyle? It has caused me to be more organized in my chaos. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. That works. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Probably don't have any employees just yet at QStream, but, but if you were to hire some employees, what would you look for in an employee? You know what? I'm a hard person to work with. I ain't even gonna lie. Like. Gotcha. I had some um some administrative assistants, what they call them, virtual assistants, that type of thing. Yeah, VAs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, it's just it's difficult because of the fact that not that I want perfection or anything like that. It's just that right. course, me coming from a military background perspective to where there's a certain standard that needs to be met. And like right. if that standard ain't being met, I just have no problem saying, you know what? This is not working. I think we need a department. Got you. And sometimes that comes off as me being rude. And I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just saying you're not ready to work it. You know, especially with high school students uh, or young adults. I go as far as say young adults. They're out there. They chase (laughs) that money. They trying to make it happen. And their level of of, uh, perfection or their level of dedication is not there to you as an entrepreneur because they have so many entrepreneurs that they're trying to serve. So if, if you're going to tell me, well, um, do you mind if, you know, I only work two hours for you this week because I got to work three for Jane? Like, that don't work. You know what I mean? Right. That just does right. not 
you go ahead and work for Jane. If Jane is what you want to do, go ahead on and work for Jane because no, you that's not gonna work for me. But have you ever had to turn down a client before? Oh, I do it all. And if <laughs> okay, and, 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 and if since you have, is, is there a particular story that you can tell us in that process? You know, so I double dabble in website design. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I, I do code. That's one of the things that I do is um, code. Right. And so people often think because, you know, I'm a nice person that my website design fees are rather nice too. And gotcha. I give them that price <laughs> <laughs> because I don't know if but it takes a lot of time to, to design a site. And then, oh, I, I imagine so. I mean, because the thing is, like, you know, we, you know, I would mean, like if you're using Wix or something like that, it takes a lot of time in that itself. And you're talking about coding the website that I, I can't even comprehend yes. how much time that takes. So, yes. so it takes a lot. <laughs> absolutely. Of time. You want me? To absolutely. Like, I'm taking time away from my kids. I'm taking time away from me. You know, I got to communicate with you all the time, and it's so yeah. So I don't, I, I don't do it anymore now. You know, when I first got the military and I was trying to, you know, make two nickels rub together, I'm like, heck yeah, let me get on these websites. But I don't do it anymore <laughs> because it takes too much time. But um, you know, special circumstance, somebody's like, look, I, I'm stuck. I need some help, and I'm like, okay, well, my hourly rate is. They don't want to pay that. Then they feel some kind of way about me. Girl, why are you trying so much? And I'm like, do you not understand what goes into this? <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. It's one of those things where, and I've talked about this with past people on the show, that a lot of times when people ask for discounts or hookups or say, why the price so high, they're not understanding. You're not just paying for the service. You're paying for my expertise as well. And my expertise has come with hours and hours hours and of, of training and development and trial and error and all this other stuff but at the end of the day you're getting a quality product or service so you know it, it's not that my price is high it's just that you know this is, this is what comparable worth. to what you're getting and value right and this is what i'm worth i'm sorry so mm-hmm. no fair enough now w- w- when you were talking about you know coding the website you, you made me uh, think of another question if you don't mind me asking. No, go ahead. Um, in this in, in this day and age, as we progress from an industrial age economy into a very tech heavy savvy one, and you talked about how you're STEM uh, certified, you know, to teach uh, STEM and everything. Can you explain to not just you know uh, people who are entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. but to people who even just work in the workforce that knowing STEM moving forward? how important that is. Can you, can you dive into that a little bit? You know, you don't even, I, I'm not even going to talk about the whole engineering and, and that type of thing. I'm going to focus on the technology. Technology is moving so far ahead that, like I said, your traditional business degree doesn't work anymore. Your, the 21st right. century business degree, it needs to include some type of coding, some type of, you know, technology integration past typing. Like, I mean, you know, I teach, the reason my, my, you know, my kids have a cake business and the reason that they do not have a website right. is because I am waiting to sit down with them to, to show them how to do some HTML and some CSS. Now I know they gotcha. young, but it's like, they've seen me do it. They know that I go right. in and work a computer. So now they need to be able to know that my, my goal for, for my children is, you know, they do a block coding now with all the little fun games and Legos and all that. But by the time they right. graduate from high school, they need to be writing a software program because that's just where we're going. You know, you, 
you, it's going to come a time to where you're not going to be able to get employment unless you know some aspects of code. Some Absolutely. I mean, just HTML and CSS. If you don't even know that, I mean, you you are going to be lost. No one is interested in can you read or can you write? No. Can you make this computer work? Can you write me a program? Can you simple? Can you replace Excel? Can you work? You know, um, Photoshop. I mean, it, there are so many aspects of technology that we have to navigate through now. People, you know, we were all fascinated when Microsoft Office came on board and we got PowerPoint and all that. We was like, cool, this is great. Mm-mm. Right. Now, can you design a PowerPoint program? You know, can you work exactly. Microsoft Office? Because those are the type of employees that, that they're looking for. They're not looking for someone that just can come in can work the program. No, can you create it? Can you redesign me a program? Uh, so yeah, it's, it's, it has to be done. And if, 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 you're, if your organization is not offering it and you want to be ahead, well then, yeah, again, it's getting back to, you know, that professional development. You need to be online yourself, finding you some kind of class in this arena to make it happen. I mean, I just taught myself, you know, my, mm-hmm. I learned when I started learning how to code and all that, it was maybe 2008 or 2009. I had just had my baby and I was blogging. I was real big in the blogging. I had gotten a website, right? And right. the website was like maybe $2,000. But I was like, okay, cool. You know, I had this, this designer website and everything. But what happened is that when I had my second child, I wanted to have the um, graphics uh, designs to add the second child in because what it was, it was I was in the military time. So it was me like in a military uniform and a baby at my feet. And the name of my blog was Mommy Wears Combat Boots, right? So now I had two gotcha. babies. Now I needed two babies, you know, in my um, graphics. Well, they wanted to up the price because it wasn't working with the same. It was just a whole bunch of issues. So I was like, this right. doesn't work. So I went to the library. Checked out. Um, well, first I went to the website and just took a look on the back end and seen whatever they were doing, you know. So I kind of started making that come to life in my head because I'm somewhat of a visual learner. But so anyway, I started right. putting that all together and I went to the library, checked out some books. And I was like, I can do this. I can actually do this. And so I started working on that. And then what happened is that I just kept perfecting and building on those skills. And before I knew it, I was making websites with people on the base. And I had no training other than, you know, me reading the books. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. But of course, right. I grew it and I got some professional training up under my belt. You know, I took some online classes and that type of, of thing. Course. How I, um, of course. Ended up working with Black Girls Code and other, you know, organizations. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I, I taught myself. So, of course, by me, right. you know, teaching myself by the same token, I'm going to teach my kids how to build. Uh, in this technology world, because you have to. I mean, you, Absolutely. you have to put your name behind some technology in order to move forward in the business industry these days. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing that. I appreciate that. Uh, let, me, let me ask you this, Dr. Quinn. Do entrepreneurs have an obligation to tackle social issues? Yeah, it, it comes with being, it comes with leadership. I mean, okay, you know, prime example. I mean, I know you know that Steve Harvey is catching, you know, all kind of hey, lack about yeah. position with Donald Trump, and right. it is is that it it comes with the position. It comes with being a leader, whether you absolutely or against. You got to take a stand on something, you know. Whereas I hear that. I mean, you know, I I don't talk my my political um, preference, but by the same token, gotcha. a future. Um, servicemen i mean whatever president we got in office i gotta support you know and right same thing with 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 being an entrepreneur 
I mean, if we are pushing uh, Black-owned businesses, well, then, heck, I'm Black. I got a business. I got to get behind it. You know what I mean? I hear that. If we are I hear that. Pushing, you know, entrepreneurship and, 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 younger, and younger kids, okay, I got kids. I got to get behind this, you know? If we Absolutely. are pushing that, you know... Um, uh, human trafficking is 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 you know we got to brain down brain down these people that's doing that. I got to get behind that because why? This could be my child. You as a entrepreneur, you have to put yourself in a position of what if I was in that position? Because you are influence. I mean, regardless I how small your platform is or how big your platform is, you are an influence, and people are going to listen to you all because of the fact that you have said, you know what. I trust and believe in myself enough to get out here and make it work for me. So therefore, someone else is going to believe in that their possibilities can also, you know, lie in the leadership that you provide. You might, it, it ain't even intentional. It's just that going forth and being a leader, someone else, you're encouraging someone else to try it too. You may not know it. I mean, I, I, right. I, I have no idea. I'd be like, huh, you, you talking about me? <laughs> you know, you, 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 you <laughs> on to what I have to say. Right. Like, that was my attention, but because of being an entrepreneur, you are, you are a leader, and it's that's just how it goes. Right. You have to take a stand yeah. on something. Absolutely right, and I, I I know exactly where you're coming from because you know me. You know we we follow each other on social media, and I'm talking about entrepreneurship. You know until I'm blue in the face. Uh, but like you, you, you find people start asking about other things and it's not necessarily about business or anything like that. They just kind of see you mm-hmm. as a leader. So I, I get where you're coming from, uh, on that note, Dr. Quinn, let me ask you this. Who are your mentors? <laughs> All of them virtual. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. <laughs> so, TJ, B, Harvey, Oprah. Um, let's see. Is that it? T.D. Jakes. Oh, and uh, Dr. Boyce Watkins, that's, that's... Gotcha. Okay. I mean, I can listen to those okay. videos over and over again. <laughs> I hear that. I definitely hear that. I, I, I just recently got into uh, Dr. Boyce Watkins. He, he has very good content yeah. uh, on his uh, Facebook page and website and stuff like that. Over and over, but... It's- that's true. That's true. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Where do you see uh, your business in the next five years? Wow. In the next five years? You know, it's kind of strange. We just had this conversation the other day, me and the kids' dad. Um... Mm-hmm. In the next five years, he sees he sees us, you know, being a storefront location, whereas okay. I see us still here in the house, um, making homeschool work, uh, still okay. going out teaching in a community when needed, you know, within the realms of my health issues. And gotcha. um, uh, you know, as far as with the the junior entrepreneurship end of it, you know, still just paddling away. I don't have any plans to really grow to be it because. Like I said, you know, with me um, having my my medical issues, I don't want to where I'm so stressed dealing with life that I cannot enjoy living the life. So understood. Yeah, I think if if we just hey in a position to where we are still successful, we're thriving, we're still helping those that that are in need that reach out, and we can offer advice and, and feedback and help somebody. Cause my, my whole thing is that I want to see other people succeed. Like I want, I, I hear I that to be able to, you know, provide opportunities for other educators to, to, to get their, get their message out there, get their classes out there. Just, just, just be great. You know, give us more opportunities because one, as an African-American, you know, not, not just entrepreneur, but 
educators that we're limited, be it that if it's on social media, in the classrooms or whatever. And I just want to see people get their products out there. You know, if I got some advice to give you on how to get your product out there, cool, let's do it. And see, and I'm not that chick that's like, you know, in order to talk to me, it's going to cost you $125 an hour. Like, I'm not. Right, right. You know, like, I can't right. because at the end, we all winning. Like, if you want to reach out to me and say, hey, Shiva, uh, can you do X, Y, Z? If it's within my means, cool, let's do it. You know, it's not. Absolutely. I actually had someone, I had, I had reached out to someone uh, about a year or so ago and asked them a question over uh, mm-hmm. message, Facebook mm-hmm. message. Next thing gotcha. I know, this chick sending me an invoice. And I'm like, huh? Wow. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> People be serious these days. And I'm like, you know what? That's not for me. I mean, it's, there, there has to be some humbleness in you. Like, what, what, what things that you so big that you want to send me an invoice for just asking you a question? That's that. That's wow. The of some people, you know, everybody. I'm telling you, society got everybody thinking they supposed to make the six figures overnight. And however they <laughs> that's gonna, true. they gonna get them. <laughs> right. Fair enough. That's 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 bananas. How you gonna send somebody a uh invoice? I thought you have my email address. Wow. That's part of it is that a couple months later she turned around and asked me a question. And our conversation that I ran into her was like maybe an hour long. And I'm thinking, I should have sent her an invoice. But yeah. Right. That it seemed like that hour-long conversation would warrant an invoice as opposed to a Facebook question. Mm-hmm. Yes. <sighs> People these days. <laughs> People these days. Boy, that's 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 a new one. That's a new one. That's a new one. Uh Dr. Quinn, let me ask you this. I believe all entrepreneurs have a superpower. What's yours and explain why? I think that my superpower is just, is just having grit. I mean, you know, I hear that. I I I even steal that in my kids. I'm like, y'all got grit today? Come on, let's get this grit going. And, gotcha. You know, it's just the the ability to just keep pressing, even when you tired, just press through it. Just finish whatever it is that you start. Like just don't quit until you get it right. Regardless if that if that means that you know what we ain't sleeping today because we got to get this done. Now, I, ain't, I ain't advise nobody not to sleep and not to eat or nothing like that. But whatever right. you set your sights on, be dedicated to it. You know, if you can't, if you can't give it your all, don't even attempt it. Just see it through. See it through. That. We have so many things that we try to accomplish. And if we don't see something through, we're never going to get anything truly accomplished. So I hear that. finish what you start. Yeah. And I, I, hear have, that. I have that ability to just keep going you know, till it's done. And I know it gets on people around me nervous. I'm like, uh-uh, I can't talk to you right now. I would cut people off. Like, I would go in hide mode until I'm I'm done. Like, my mama, don't right. call me this morning because uh-uh, I'm busy now. <laughs> but yeah, that's my ability. Yeah, you bring up an excellent point because uh, there's been plenty of times where we, you know, there's been like a birthday party or like a family function and I was like, look, man, it's like, look, I don't mean no, like, there's one coming up a few days from now. It's like, look, man, I ain't trying to be mean or I'm trying to, you know, uh, or anything like that. It's like, I just don't have the time. Like, I got to I gotta keep plugging away at this. Like, this this has to get my attention because, like, I, I tell people all the time, like, when, when you take a day off from work, your company keeps going. Yep. But 
you know, but if I take a day off from owls, owls don't move forward. Like it, it stops. Yeah. You know, and so it's like if, if owls stop, then then that you know, I ain't I ain't getting the profitability no time soon. Just like being at you know the, the family gathering. Like get, don't get me wrong. Like you know, we talked about earlier trying to find that balance to go to the skate ring, go to the family function, and that and the other. But there are times where it's like this time is blocked off, yep. and it's like I can't I can't do it. I'm sorry. So. I'm I'm glad you uh, pointed that out. Uh, just to kind of wrap up for the day, any parting advice for an aspiring entrepreneur? You know, just just believe in yourself when nobody else do. Know that it's not going to happen overnight. Know that you have got to be patient with yourself. You know, just don't don't think it's going to happen in a in 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 a matter of months. I mean, it may take you two years to get up off the ground, but you got to keep going. Gotcha. You know, you got to stay within your realms. I mean, you, like I say, hey, you got to start where you at. If, it, if you only got $500 in a, a garage, make it work. You know what I mean? Gotcha. I, 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 I mean, you, you got to stop thinking that it only happens when you're in this certain location when you get this certain plug or that type of thing. Like last right. week, prime example, I um, talked a curriculum building class online last week. I, like you said, I, I ain't got my website together, but what I did have, right. Eventbrite. <laughs> I had Eventbrite. Got gotcha, you, fair enough. Yeah, I sent out a way to collect the money. I said, hey, meet me here for classes. We met right here on Zoom for classes, and then we had, you know, all those bells and whistles that's supposed to go along very night. No, I have all that. But I, I, I put some money in my pocket, you know what I mean? So fair enough. Fair enough. What you got. And don't be afraid to work with what you got. Don't get don't get caught up in the hype that, it, that hey, if it ain't shining, you got all this going on, bells and whistles and everything that it can't work. Because it can't. You know, don't see anything as an obstacle. See it as an opportunity to overcome. I hear that. So that's gonna conclude this episode of the startup life. Did you like being on the show? That's cool. Cool. It was <laughs> Good. I haven't did an interview in probably about a year or so, so I know I was probably rambling because I got a lot to say to you, Dave. But yeah, it was it was good. Yeah. Oh no, it was it, it was it was great content. It was great content. Great content. All right, Startup Nation. Here's my final take. When it comes to Dr. Quinn, she is what you call an edupreneur and a disruptor, might I add, because she is leading the charge on this new wave of education, not just alternative ways of schooling grade school kids, but also how we learn in university. If you want to let us know what you think about the show or would like to advertise on our show, send us an email to the address in the show notes. Subscribe to The Startup Life as it can now be heard on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. Also, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Owls LLC. And hey, if you have an idea, be about that life, the startup life.